Thanks for joining us on the Linder Farm Network Field Talk Podcast. Today we're taking you to a place that's not so far away, but is a world away all at the same time. Medora, North Dakota is known for its musical, its rugged surroundings, and for the fact that it's the gateway to Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Lynn Kettleson was recently in Medora and learned more about the park's namesake from a couple that has spent years portraying the Roosevelts. We're in Medora, North Dakota here on the Linder Farm Network, which is the gateway to Theodore Roosevelt National Park. And of course, Teddy Roosevelt's picture is everywhere here. And in fact, he's standing right in front of me. Absolute spitting image of Teddy Roosevelt. And sir, uh, tell us about you two. Oh, well, we've been out here nine years portraying the Roosevelts and thoroughly enjoy this. This is where, as I said, the romance of my life began. So, yeah, Well, let's get your name, too, both oh, yes. of you. Well, my real name is Larry Marple. My name is Julia Marple. And you put on shows, you portray yes. these yes. people, and what did it take to get to this place to, to know about them? Quite a bit of reading of biographies that have good footnotes, that have good resources, documented sources, reading original books that were written by the Roosevelts, reading original letters, as much research that's documented as you can find. Over 14 years. Yes. We've been doing this for 14 years. That is great. <laughs> and of course, sir, you have a, both have a likeness, but you have a remarkable likeness <laughs> well, to you. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> thank you. No, that was nothing that I had any hand in. That yeah. was all natural. <laughs> so I know you put on uh, shows that you portray the mm. president. What kind of things do you talk about? In our program that we do at the Old Town Hall Theater, we do a biography program. So we start with the birth and go clear through, and then we stop right around 1910. But we try to hit the highlights of the life so that when people hear Roosevelt's story, they hear about conservation as president. They hear his time in different posts that he was either appointed to or elected to. And his time here in the Dakotas. Oh, definitely his time yeah. here in the Dakotas. This. This is the place where in Fargo in 1910, he said, I never would have been president had it not been for my experiences in North Dakota. Yeah, I, I know I've read books and he's a fascinating individual because he came here a boy and left a man. Yes, 24 years of age when he arrived and over the couple years that he spent off and on out here, he was walking down the street in New York and friends didn't recognize him. He had become so strong and bronzed from being out here in the Badlands and and not just the surroundings and the environment, but working with the people here in the Badlands and getting to know men of all different groups, it shaped him. And that's the reason. It wasn't just the effort that he put into out here. It was the interaction with people that helped make him president from being out here. Absolutely. And what kind of reaction do you get from people that come to the shows? Oh, well, people are tickled to see Theodore Roosevelt. He's beloved everywhere. and. Uh, a lot, lots of pictures are taken with us. We've been called the Mickey and Minnie of Medora. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting with Teddy Roosevelt because for many years, I don't think people appreciated what he accomplished in just four years as president. And in recent years, there seems to be a lot more appreciation for what he's done. Yes. Well, it was about seven and a half years in the presidency. This first six months was vice president, yes. But when you look at it, the passing of the 1906 Antiquities Act to save national monuments, lands that were of geologic or historic significance, you look at the doubling of the size of the national parks, you look at the national forest with Gifford Pinchot, the chief forester, 
all the accomplishments for not just conservation, but when you look at the trust busting, you look at the square deal that he wanted for the American people, you look at the platform that he had in 1912, women getting the right to vote, child labor laws, food and drug laws, and with the Food and Drug Act that was enacted during the presidency. There is quite a legacy. Yeah, no doubt about it. And what a wonderful evening here where oh. we have a pitchfork fondue and then yes. we have an evening show that looks great. Oh, they are a delight. The musicians, the singers, all of them. So much talent and many of them come back year after year and we're just glad that they're here. It's, and it's a an, great It's show. an honor to be able to be a part of that with yeah. them because they are consummate professionals. Now, do you play the Roosevelt's in any other times of the year? We do, in Ohio, I'm a second grade teacher, and we live near Springfield, Ohio, and so on evenings or weekends, we'll portray the Roosevelt's. We've had groups fly us out, fly me out on a Friday after school, do the program on Saturday, fly home Sunday, and not miss any school. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, can you give us uh, one of Teddy's quotes in Teddy's voice? Oh, yes. Let's see. Do what you can with what you have where you are. I like it. <laughs> and another one. Speak softly, carry a big stick, you will go far. Uh, thank you both very much, we appreciate that. We're heading on to the Pitchfork Fondue. Thanks for listening to the Field Talk Podcast. Catch all the latest podcasts at linderfarmnetwork.com and get the latest farm news and market information from your local LFN affiliate.